Hi, and welcome to the G2 Podcast. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I'm nine years old. A week ago, this weird thing happened to me, and I'd like to tell you about it. It was a Saturday morning, and I had just finished my breakfast. Honey nut cornflakes, my favourite. It was a lovely sunny morning and we decided to go feed the ducks at Roundtree's Park. To be honest, I'm a bit old to feed the ducks, but it's better than a boring walk. <laughs> I braided ra- I our bread bin and there were five little hover buns that were starting to go stale. So I put them in my Luigi bag ready for the walk. I remember that last time we went there, there was this homeless cat that lived next to the pond and it looked really hungry. So I looked in the cupboard and found a couple of cans of tuna. I quickly stuck them in my bag before my mum could could see. My dad and my brother Morgan had gone off early to play golf, so me and my mum got ready to leave. We decided to leave the dogs at home and I put on my special rainbow road coat. As As soon as we got out of the house, we turned a corner and there was this ginormous crowd. It was moving rapidly through the centre of York. I said to Mum, please can we join that crowd? It looks really exciting. She said, come on, Aaron, it's probably just a protest about the new road. (laughs) It looks really... But I begged and begged. Basically, I just really annoyed her until she said yes. We ca- and we decided to follow the crowd. We kind of pushed our way to the front of the crowd and we saw this group of men right at the front. I thought they must be famous. Maybe they were One Direction. <laughs> Mum was hoping it was Westlife. <laughs> but when we looked at them, we didn't recognise any of them. The group of guys headed towards Clifford's Tower and sat down on the grass at the top. There were signs everywhere saying, do not go in the grass. And we mean it, and this means you. But no one seemed to care, and everyone just went on the grass. We were sitting near the main. We were sitting near the main dudes, and I can hear them talking about something to do with bread and feeding people. And Mum kept nagging me, saying, "You should talk to them. You should say that if you got bread." But I didn't want to go up to these strangers and say I've got bread. I wanted to go feed the ducks after this. Plus, Mum would find out that I'd got tuna in my bag, and I didn't want to get in trouble. I was telling mum that I didn't want to share my bread and I accidentally spoke too loud. The dudes overheard me. One of them came up to me and asked, do you have any bread, young man? Well, I couldn't just lie to him, could I? I so I opened my bag and showed him the five bread rolls and two cans of tuna. Mum said, what? You put tuna in your bag without asking? I said, mum, it's not the time. <laughs> and I handed over all the food I had. The guy took the food and gave it to this other guy who seemed important, but not in a show-offy kind of a way. The important guy put it in his basket, and then he looked like he was sort of praying for it. I, I clo- he closed his eyes for a while, and I could hear him saying, thank you, Father. When he gave the basket to his friends, and there's... He gave the basket to his friends and they started hanging out chunks of bread and tuna. 
I thought they were crazy. There were probably about 15,000 people there, as if they could feed everyone. But they kept handing out the food, and basically, it just never ran out. I don't know how to explain it. It was so incredible. Before I knew it, everyone was full, and there was even food left over. The man who had taken my food came over to the basket with me. I looked inside, and guess what? There were 12 bread rolls and 8 cans of tuna in it. Uh, and he said I could keep, keep it all, and the basket too. At first I had a n little nibble to check that it wasn't all fake, but it was real and delicious, apart from the tuna, because I hate tuna. Me and Mum walked home in a total daze. When we got home, Morgan and Dad were back from golf, they started telling me about golf, and I was like, hang on, guys, I think what we've seen is a bit more important than how Harrison cheated or something. We told them all about what had happened, and Dad said, that must have been the Messiah. We prayed together, and I've been thinking about it ever since. Now, you might have figured out that this isn't a real story. Well, it isn't real for me, but it is real for another boy 2,000 years ago. This is a story about a boy who was just like me and he didn't think he had much to offer. But look what Jesus did with what he did offer. Basically, what I'm trying to tell you is that even if you don't think you have much, Jesus can still do so much with it. But the question is, what are you willing to give to him?